Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Wednesday, October 19th, 2022, and the Memphis Grizzlies are back. They play regular season basketball tonight at home in the FedEx form against the New York Knicks. I appreciate everyone for the support over the first two episodes. We were able to go over some team futures, go over some player props. The response was great, so thank you all for that. And now we really get to get right into a nice routine of things, get into the format of this podcast that is the whole reason I started this. So from this point forward, it'll be a game day podcast, as I've mentioned in the past. Anytime a Memphis Grizzlies game will be played later in the day, a podcast will come out. I'll talk about the lines, talk about what I see happening, and we'll go from there, really. So I appreciate the support again, and let's just get right into it. So I take no financial responsibility for any bets placed tonight. Just want to make that clear. Always have to say that at the start, and I will be using DraftKings for all the odds tonight and throughout the season. So New York Knicks tonight at home. Looking at the injury report to start, New York Knicks have Quentin Grimes listed as out. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Zaire Williams will be out for the Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks is listed as doubtful. So those four players will not be playing tonight, so take that into account as well, which is why, as I said, the Grizzlies are currently sitting at five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. So this line's been as high as eight. It was at six-and-a-half yesterday when I tweeted the lines for the game tonight, and now it's at five-and-a-half. Dylan Brooks' news is more than likely why it's at five and a half, and that seems to be where the line is going to settle for tonight. So to start with, if you gambled last year, if you know anything about NBA betting, the Grizzlies are gambling royalty. Last season, they finished this against the spread with a 59-34-1 record, which covered 63.4% of the games they played. At home, even better against the spread, covered a league-high 66% of the games, at the FedEx Forum. So just in general, <laughs> Grizzlies cover almost every, I mean, more than 60% of the games that they play on a nightly basis. And I expect it to be no different this go-around. It's going to be electric in the form. I know just from preseason, just from the open practices, that fans have been showing up. Fans have been excited about this season. And opening night, I was there last year when they played the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was electric. Should be even better this go-around. So... Home court advantage is going to be a real thing in Memphis again this year. One of the most difficult places to play in the whole country. It's always been the the narrative since John Moretz got there, and it's going to continue at an even stronger pace this upcoming season. So the opponents, New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson is really the only addition they made. Some moves around the edges besides that, but they signed Brunson from the uh, Dallas Mavericks. He's going to be their point guard, run the offense, and I'll take – Take that into consideration because I do think he's a very good player. I think the Knicks needed a true point guard to facilitate the offense, make it easier because they really seem to struggle to get shots. In all honesty, um, you know, Julius Randle and Barrett chucking up shots, uh, forcing things is just not the way that they're they're going to win basketball games. So I think having a true point guard to get them into their sets, run a nice smooth offense will help the Knicks a lot. And I do think they will be a better team. So... Against the spread last season, the Knicks were 17th in the NBA, covering 47.6% of their bets. But with that being said, they did place top 10 as a road underdog in covering. So they covered 15 of the 27 games in that category. So road underdog New York Knicks are a top 10 team in the NBA, according to the uh, the spread. So 
That's something to look at as well. They played twice last year. Grizzlies won both occasions that these two teams met. Both teams did cover one game. So game one, Memphis Grizzlies in New York, 120, New York, 108. So Grizzlies won that game handedly, covered that spread. Game two, Memphis in Memphis won 118 to 114, but the New York Knicks did cover that spread. So this line of five and a half seems rather low considering it was high as eight. Um, Does Dylan Brooks, if he's the one, or Zaire Williams probably more than anything, but as of yesterday, Zaire was also listed as out. So five and a half does seem low. You still have John Morant, easily the best player on the court tonight. You may have the second best player on the court in Desmond Bain. I guess R.J. Barrett or maybe Brunson can make a debate for second best on the court, but I take Bain over either of those guys. So Grizzlies, top two, you know, players in this game at home. FedEx form rocking. I do like the Grizzlies to cover the five and a half spread. It could go. I mean, when it was at seven and a half, I liked it. So at five and a half, obviously it's moving away from the Grizzlies. So that could be a concern. But at five and a half, I really, I really lean Grizzlies, and that should be the play to make tonight. Now looking at the over-under, the over-under is currently sitting at 226 points. So last season, like I said when I read the stats earlier for the games, averaged 230 points in the two meetings they played. Grizzlies are second highest scoring team in the league last year at 115.6 point per game. And the average total at the FedEx Forum between two teams was 225.6 points per game. So obviously... All that leans points. All that leans that the Grizzlies, anytime really the Grizzlies last season were involved in the game, it was going to go over this this total at 226. So the Knicks played a slower pace last year, but as I mentioned about Brunson earlier, I think he does help for them to get some easier shots because if you watched the Knicks a lot last year, it seemed like Julius Randle and even R.J. Barrett, just four shots, it seemed to be very difficult for them to get points. Without Jaron Jackson in the lineup, There should be a lot more flexibility for the Knicks to get some easy baskets, get some easy looks, kind of get up and down with the Grizzlies. So I expect a lot higher of a pace this year from the Knicks now with the true point guard. And 226 does seem low considering all of that. So I would lean over. Even if the Grizzlies blow the Knicks out, the Grizzlies should get to 120 on their own, upper 120 for points. And the Knicks shouldn't have an issue getting to 105 to 110 so take those two together easily over the 226 mark. That's the play I would make. That's what I would lean looking at the trends, looking at just these rosters in general. John Morant on his own really could get 30% of that tonight, and I'll talk about that a bit later. So I like over 226. Overs are always a lot more fun to bet in the NBA. If you've ever bet an NBA under, you know exactly what I mean just because of how much scoring there is. Every time a basket goes in, it just hurts your soul a bit. So... I'd lean over here. Probably won't take many unders at all this season, just being completely transparent for that reason. Betting an under in the NBA may be one of the most miserable bets you can make, even if you win. So over 226, I think, is a good play tonight. And that takes us into the next play, which, in my opinion, one of the most fun bets to make if you're looking for an early sweat, looking to cash out in the first five minutes of the game and that is race to 10. So if you haven't bet a race to 10 before, what that is, first team to 10 points wins. That simple, and it's just an exhilarating bet to make. Um, The form's going to be rocking. I think, as I mentioned before, a lot of energy from the the go. John Morant's going to come out firing. It's just the atmosphere is going to 
be in the Grizzlies' favor to get off to an early start. So last season in the um, last season in the season opener, when Memphis played the Cavs, they did win the race to ten. John Morant hit a two pointer with eight twenty six left in the first quarter to put the Grizzlies up eleven to eight, which hit that race to ten. And the Knicks and Grizzlies last season split the race to ten. Both teams hit the ten point mark first at their road game. So when the Grizzlies played New York, they got to 10 first. When the Knicks played in Memphis, they got to 10 first. So it's at minus 135. It's a fun bet to make. Just kind of get the juices flowing, get the night going. So it's always a fun bet, in my opinion, especially if you're there live. Um, Take Grizzlies to get to 10 points first. You, you know, you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy the bet. If it doesn't hit at minus 135, obviously not the, you know, sexiest odds, but Still a fun bet to make just to start things off. So race to 10, one of my favorite bets to make in an NBA game and one that I really like for the Grizzlies tonight at home. Use that atmosphere, use the energy to get things going. So next, going into some player props for tonight, we have points, rebounds, assists, PRA. In some books is listed as just PRA, so that's what that means. Um, Desmond Bain over under is 26 and a half, so... What this means, you combine Desmond Bain's total points, his total rebounds, his total assists, add it up. Is it over under 26 and a half total stats, essentially? So I think Desmond Bain's progression is going to improve in areas other than scoring. I think, and I've talked about this in the last episode, in the player props episode, he averaged over 18 points per game last season. If he does that again for the next five seasons, that's a win. Desmond Bain... He's a complete steal, and he'll probably make a couple All-Stars if he does exactly what he did last season again. So where Desmond Bain can improve and where Desmond Bain improved a ton from year one to two, and I expect another jump, is in the other areas of his game besides scoring, especially in assists. He only averaged 2.7 assists last season. The ball should be in his hand a lot more. I know Zaire was supposed to take over that role. Um, or Zaire was supposed to make a similar jump to what Bain made last year in terms of being on the ball more, kind of running stuff through his hands. Well, Zaire's not playing. You need another, you know, when when Tyus isn't out there, you need another ball handler with Jaw. So I expect Bain's assist to go up, honestly, significantly. I would not, not be surprised at all if he's averaging around four assists per game last season. And with that, the rebounds... He had six rebounds in two games against the Knicks last season, with along with 1.5 assists and 12 points. So that's one of his worst stat lines against any team in the NBA. And he almost still hit the 26.5. So he was at about 19.5 against the Knicks last season in points, rebounds, assists. 26.5 now. He plays some of the most minutes on the team. Usually John Morant's the only guy that will play more on a given night than Desmond Bain. Without Jaron Jackson, he's going to get more shots, more points. I think he'll have the ball in his hand more for the assist factor. And then on the rebound end, also no Jaron Jackson. A couple more balls may fall his way. No Dylan Brooks, no Zaire. I just expect an all-around performance from Bain tonight to kind of pick up the slack from the missing players. So I love Bain over 26.5 points rebound assist tonight to get the season going. So that's my favorite prop to start. Next prop of the night, we have Steven Adams over 8.5 rebounds. Steve-O averaged an even 10 rebounds per game last season. Sometimes it felt like he got – I looked at this the average, and I expected way more than 10 
per game. It seemed like he was always getting, you know, 12 to 15 rebounds a night. Evened out at 10 last season. He averaged 11 in the two games against the Knicks last year. So no Jaron Jackson Jr., who isn't a a massive rebound threat, but he still is almost a seven-footer down low that can get some of those rebounds. He's not there. I think we expect Adams to go in and get even more rebounds than he's normally asked to do. Again, with the pace of play, should be a lot faster. Grizzlies always play at a fast pace, and the Knicks should pick up their pace. More missed shots, more rebounds. It it should lean in the favor of Adams to get over 8.5 rebounds. I know he was injured. He had a stiff neck. From what I understand, well, he wasn't on the injury report. He's good to go. No, nothing holding him back there. So at 8.5 rebounds, the Knicks missed were 10th in total missed shots last season. So, I mean, players like Randall, as I've mentioned before, are not the spokesperson of efficiency. So there should be a lot of missed shots tonight. I really like Adams over 8.5 rebounds. So all these bets are overs, which is the the more fun side to bet. Obviously, it could be sharper sometimes to bet an under, but as I keep saying, if anyone's betting under before, you know why I don't bet unders. They're just not fun unless it's a clear mistake on the sportsbook part and there's a clear under to play. So Adams over 8.5 rebounds is the next prop I like for tonight. And going into the final prop, as I said, I'll give a bet of the game every night. I'll track this bet. This is the bet that I say I'll make tonight. And I am making this bet tonight. I already have it locked in. I have it locked in at 27.5 points per game, which has now moved up to 29.5 points per game. Still love it. And that is John ja Morant over points. So if you follow me on Twitter, if you know anything about John ja Morant and season opener games, he is an absolute menace in these games. So he averaged over the last two seasons 40.5 points per game, 44 points two years ago against the Spurs in the opener. Last season against the Cavs, he had 37. So last time they played, he had 37 points against the Knicks. And I just expect him to come out absolutely firing tonight. Listed as a top 10 player in the NBA by ESPN. He's been on every magazine cover, 2K, whatever it may be. I've seen, I've We've seen this guy everywhere, which is just awesome to see it from a Memphis Grizzly player to be this marketable, to become this absolute global superstar. Now he has to back it up, and he's shown that he's continued to raise the level. Every time he comes back to the new season, he wants to show that right away. No Jaron Jackson, no Zaire, and no Dylan Brooks equals more shots for John Morant. He may have to will this team to to the win on his own, really, you know, obviously with the help of other players, but he's going to be the focal point of the offense, and the Knicks aren't particularly great on defense. They don't have anyone in – I don't think anyone in the league has anyone who's athletic enough to guard Ja. So, Ja, when he was at 27, I think I was going to buy it up to 29.5 to get over 30. There shouldn't be an issue at all with him getting 30. So, I still love it at 29.5. That's going to be my play of the night. And Ja Morant is going to be a menace tonight. He may hit 40 tonight. So, I love Ja Morant over – 29 and a half. That's my bet of the game. So that's the game that I'll track going forward. So going into next episode, I'll say, all right, the bet of the game tonight hit. It's one and oh, and I'll track that throughout the season. So we'll have 82 bets throughout the regular season for bet of the game and see how I did. So that's all for the game tonight, guys. I appreciate everyone who's here, everyone who's still listening to the podcast for this first episode of the new format of the game day edition of everything. Um, 15 minutes, short and sweet, let you guys get the information that you need to go place your bets before tip-off tonight. So 
Anyone who's at the FedEx Forum tonight, enjoy yourself. Go Grizzlies. I appreciate it again. Everyone who's listening, the support so far has been awesome. So we'll be back Friday. We'll recap the game from tonight. So we'll talk about the game, and then we'll go into the game against the Houston Rockets in Houston for the Grizzlies' second matchup. So make sure to follow us on Twitter, at GrizzBearBets. Also, my personal Twitter, at ChaseBob at 9. Both those will be pretty active throughout the night in terms of when the Grizzlies are actually playing. Maybe some live plays that I see that I enjoy, if not just general Grizzly basketball commentary. So make sure to give those Twitters a follow. Also follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter, which is at SBN, at SBN Grizzlies. And then check out GrizzlyBearBlues.com, www.grizzlybearblues.com, which has a bunch of great articles on the Memphis Grizzlies. Daily articles, recapping the game, recapping different players. Just a great spot to find a lot of Grizzly content. Everyone there works extremely hard, great writers. So I definitely recommend checking out the website. And yeah, I appreciate, again, everyone who listened so far. And I'll see you guys on Friday. Go Grizzlies.